and we are going. Okay. okay. So I am Zach. This is the first episode of this podcast. We do not know what we are calling this. Oh, I'm Audrey. I guess I'm like a guest or co-host. I don't know. Maybe. It depends well, how much I'm here. <laughs> also depends on how, how well this goes. So I have been a Mason for about a couple years now. I started back in 2020 is when I first finished becoming a Mason, and then I became a Shriner in 2021. You've been a judge's daughter for a while. Yes. I don't remember the years, but I'm 20 now. And I started when I was like 11 or 12. So, quite a few years. Eight years, yeah. nine years, somewhere around there. Yeah. Job's daughters. Gosh, it's a long time. Yeah. So, the main point of what we're talking on this episode is just basically how people get into it into these organizations and what are the purpose for these organizations so the main reason why i got pulled in was well my dad <laughs> dad who asked the oldest son first so i think i was the last one to get asked and uh my oldest his brother was too busy and then he came to me he's like you're still in college but whenever you can i would like you to join i think this would organization would benefit you and he'd give you something uh to have purpose make meet good people making good relationships network and actually just help better you as a person yeah yeah it's definitely a family thing most people join because of that um i also joined because my dad's a mason so you know it used to be a rule that if you wanted to be in an other organization outside of being a mason you had to have like a support mm -hmm. person somebody signed for you mm -hmm. that was family um, a dad, a mother who was in Job's daughter, something along those lines. So I kind of got dragged into it like that. But, I mean, all in all, it was my own decision because, you know, they host events and you go to them and you're kind of making that decision. Do I want to be a part of this? Yes, no, maybe. And so you go to these events more and more and you're like, wow, this is kind of fun. This is unique. It's different. Um, but every time somebody asks me what it's like what's the point of this what's the point of job's daughters why are you in it why why do you recommend other people be in it i always say it's to help make friends and build leadership skills um which is a really big thing nowadays because everyone's so shy from being so isolated for so many years you know recently um i used to be super shy i did not have the skills to be outgoing for a long time and through this program, I kind of built those skills. And, you know, I'm, I've been the, the honored queen. This is my second time being honored queen. So it really helps you make those, those choices, you know, have those skills. Uh, a lot of people go in to be in jobs where, you know, it's a lot of talking. It's a lot of meeting people. It's, you got to have a lot of confidence to do that. And that's definitely the main reason I joined. So... You know, that's what I say. It definitely builds your actual interpersonal skills and the amount of communication you just do by go being here. Even if you're involved, even at the smallest level, you still have oh, some yeah. part of communication. Sure. Some part. You have so many volunteer events that you're helping out with. You, a lot of things that I learned is like just learning to serve a community. Oh yeah. And how if you are able to serve the community, and how that community will learn to serve you. And then you will grow in that aspect. So it's a big thing. Like we talk about how people are 
you mess with how people are so isolated these last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people lost their sense of community in that aspect. Like, you weren't doing anything. You were just maybe with a family member or a smallest group of friends in that very little part, but you have lost your larger sense of community. And it's amazing how we come here with I come to the shrine, we have these events like the Festival of Trees, and or we go to the parades and how so many people are trying to get out and go do things. I went to the oh, movies yeah. with a, my buddy, and it's a, like it's old like Sunday matinees or anything. I remember when I was a kid, like there, there are certain times when those were packed, but then there are certain times like the movies were always like were always open because no one would go in like those times. And then there was COVID, like no one went to the movie theaters. And then now, just recently, me and a buddy went to it. It is what a midday on a Thursday, and um, a movie theater is packed, completely filled. Like yeah. that's that's nuts. So to think that people have just are so much earning to get connected with people. Oh yeah, it's, build relationships again. It's definitely a go out and do things type of year. Definitely for the last year and then this coming year, I think that's people's goals is to go out see more people, do more things, travel, you know, get all those things done. Not done, but do them just because they haven't been able to for the past couple of years, depending on, like, their level of uh, not necessarily fear, but worriedness about getting sick, which I had. It was horrible. So it's definitely about going out and doing things. But, you know, like, it's different now. You know, people have... You know, like, you used to go out and you'd see people and you'd talk to strangers all the time. And, you know, it used to be, like, a thing just to, like, start talking with strangers, you know, on the bus, um, at the mall, things like that. Mm -hmm. But now it's just, like, you go with your group of friends and you stay with that group or you go with your family. You stay with that, like, your family. And you see people you might know. You don't go up and talk to them anymore. It's a little different, but it's definitely everyone's looking for that sense of community and that's definitely, you know, something you can find in, like, the Masonic family, for sure. That is for sure. Like, uh, and that, you mentioned talking to strangers. Like, I come here to any of the events, either when it's the Blue Lodge for the Masons, the, I go to one of the, of the few events I've been at the Scottish Rite, the events I've been uh, with the Shriners. The amount of just enormous amount of people I just meet and will just be so kind and respectful and just come up, introduce themselves, shake your hand, uh, ask you how you are, who you, who you are, how's it going, what brings you here, what are you interested in, like, it feels like people are beginning back, getting back to being people again, and I'm oh, like yeah. just watching a, a birate of everybody on their phones or online trying to talk, talk to each other, but can't because they can't actually see each other's faces and yeah. actually talk to each other. No, that definitely sums it up for sure uh gosh i when i joined i was little right this is a long time before covid covid wasn't even a thought i mean it existed but in a different way um when i joined job's daughters uh it was i felt so embarrassed all the time at every event it was you know nerve-wracking there's new people all the time you're i was a young girl so you know you're meeting all these people all the time. You're seeing them. You're going to events with them. And so as you start to get to know them and, like, build, like, a bond with each one, you kind of become this, like, little family. And I definitely still feel that with this group, which 
still happened through COVID. We did like online meetings and we tried to do online events and things like that. Um, but before that, we did so many events. We definitely give back to the community. We we do a lot of volunteering. Um, you know, we, we have fun events also. Uh, we do like Joby to B, which is our the girls that aren't able to join at that time because of age. We do a lot of those events to bring people in, to make people interested. And once those people come in, we have a bunch of new girls right now. And they're slowly, like, coming out of their shells. And you can see it. It happens very slowly, but it does happen. These girls start to get used to you, and they start to open up to you, and you kind of start to have this special bond with each other. And it's just like a sisterly bond, you know? You're all together quite often. Like, there's lots of events to do. You have to learn to work together, understand everyone's skill sets, and you kind of just, you know, you have to rely on each other for sure to, like, go to these events. Because when you go to these events, new events, things you haven't been to before, and you bring one of these girls with you, they're new. You're used to this, right? This is a whole new world to them. They have never seen anything like this before. They have never done anything along these lines. They're meeting all these new people, and they're getting nervous. So when you meet all these people, and they're nervous, and you're confident because you've already done this a million times, you have to go help them out, and you got to be like, hey, you can you know, hang out with me. I'll introduce you. Just start easy, you know, say things like, hi, I'm blank, you know, um, uh, how are you? You know, you start talking about small things, and once they start to build that confidence, then the new girls after them come in, and they do the same thing. So you all have this special bond where you come together, you kind of raise each other, and then the, the girls that you raised raise the next girls, and it's kind of just like this little, I don't know, family. You spend a lot of time with them. Um, you kind of understand just what it's like to be humans or be with other humans that, you know, you didn't know to begin with. Like, I know my family from when I was born, but these girls, I I just met them one day. They just came in and said, hey. And now they're some of my closest friends. I spend a lot of time with them. One of my friends from Job's Daughters, we spend a lot of time together together. When she's back from college, um, we get along very well. It's, it's very interesting because, you know, you have this connection with them. And, you know, that's not a thing that people do anymore is go out and make these connections with people. It's, it's different now. So it is. it's definitely something people should join to, like, yeah. you know, make that connection, be human. Yeah, and, like, with connections, like, my, but I – me and you last night were talking about how – crazy it is the, how small the world can be mm-hmm. and when I was at uh, down in Lincoln for my uni- going to university so I was on East Campus and we had a new a new cook a couple years ago he came in he's new head chef his name is Wahadi and my oh my can this man cook <laughs> he, is, uh, he studied at Le Cordon Bleu one of the last Disney chefs he's a fantastic amazing chef but I was literally, and I talked to him a couple of days, and I didn't realize it until, like, one day as I'm passing him in our new dining hall, and he's, me and him just get the chat and talking, and when, right when it, he just crosses his arms one day, and I look at his fingers, and what do I see is a Shriner's ring. And yep. then on another other hand is a masonry ring, and I am like, hold on, time out conversation. <laughs> I like talking about food, but I gotta ask, 
why do you have those on your, your figure? And I'm like, he's like, well, that's a long story. I'm like, not as much for me. I know what that is. You're my, you're one of my brothers. And like, oh, yeah. We had already known each other for about a year, but it's like we had no idea that uh, we were masons to each other. And we, it just shot off, and we made a big, huge connection from it. And he explained all the, I didn't know as much about the Blue Lodges and the uh, Shrine or the Scottish Rites and Lincoln. And making that connection, I was able to go to his uh, meetings and their get-togethers in Lincoln. See, he was he actually had started a, cha- a new chapter in Lincoln, uh, like a new lodge. And I'm like, that's amazing. So, And then I went to one of their opening barbecues, said hi, met those people. I met two other professors that are of the university that I knew and like you're Masons too and not only that you also go to my, the vet clinic I, w- I work at oh my god this is amazing so it's like I know you I know you I know you I know you and then this last semester I'm work, uh, I'm going to school briefly in Iowa and I have a classmate in this one class he's from the Netherlands he's well, so, no sorry Denmark he's from Denmark his name is Magnus Magnus is a Mason oh yeah that and he's from sense. Denmark what random chance does me and him end up in the same classroom that's one of the just basic it's one of those classes they make you take because you have to get through your program and one of these days he sees it on my shirt the same shirt I'm wearing today it's like you're a mason (laughs) and he speaks decent of English and me and him good conversation and and we just takes off and it's like, me and you were always ha- having a good time at hanging out in class, having uh, making friends. But it's once we like made the connection with Mason, it's like, oh, now I understand you. Oh yeah, there's it's... the basis of that level which we stand as being equal. Is like, okay, now I know where you're coming from. Now I know what kind of person you are. It's it's an amazing. It's like you get an insight into what that person is, and it's a trust that you just becomes. It's like an innate trust when you see someone, it's like... It's a deeper bond. No, you're a Mason. Yeah. It's like, okay, you're like family. Which is like we could say brotherhood. Or in Jersey, you guys say sisterhood. It's like, yeah. it is truly a family when they say Masonic family. So, a little fun fact for you. So, there's Masons all over the world. Mm-hmm. But each country does not see the other country as, like, part of their Masonic, like, family. It's every... There's all different families. So, the U.S. is one family the uh uh you know like denmark that's yeah. a different family but they're all part of the same group even though they're part of different like you know smaller groups mm-hmm. so they still get along but it's just it's a little different you know mm-hmm. um we make a goal when we go on vacations we uh visit um different like lodges and job's daughters all around uh so, actually, we are residents of Belize, me and my family, so we go there quite often to work on business stuff, and there's a lodge down there, actually. So, one of the days while we were down there, we got a golf cart, and we drove around, and we went to find it, and we found a building, had the Masonic symbol mm-hmm. on it, and my dad gets out and just starts walking around, knocking on the door, seeing if the they're home, and some ladies comes up, um, broken English, but my dad's, he knows quite, quite a few little bits of each language, right? Um, German mostly, but he can make it by on Spanish. So he's, like, asking this lady, and she's like, oh, he's at work, but he'll be back. So it's basically just held in this person's house 
mm-hmm. they just have meetings every so often. But my dad really likes to see all the different lodges everywhere. Um, if I ever travel, you know, up to Canada, down to Brazil, uh, where else? Australia, the Philippines. I definitely would visit the, the other Bethels. And, like, as I cross sta- state lines, if we have time, we stop at other, like, Bethels and lodges to see um, my friend, uh, the one at Job's Daughters. She is our Miss Nebraska right now. And she's actually going to college up in Seward. So we took a road trip up there. She has a little bit of driving anxiety. So I was like, you know what? You drive. I'll just sit here, navigate you, hang out, make it less. You not- got the driver, you got the navigator, yep. then you got the person who runs the snacks and the person who, oh, yeah. who takes the nap. <laughs> well, it was just the two of us at this point. So we drove up there, and we're just walking around. Tiny, tiny town. Very, like, two main streets. That's it. It was Sunday, so everything was closed, which is kind of disappointing because we wanted to go check everything out. That sounds like Nebraska. Yep. It's definitely a Nebraskan thing. But we walked down the street, and I see a Masonic symbol. I'm like, I did not know Seward has this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, we need to take a picture to send to my dad because he always likes when we find out these, like, little things. So we take a selfie, and we send it to him. He's like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. I know somebody that goes to that lodge. And I'm like, how do you know somebody that goes to this lodge? It's, like, 40 minutes north. Um, how do you know this? And he's like, oh, I don't know. I just met them once. And I was like, and you remember that? And he's like, yeah. You know, it's just like when you meet those people, you remember those people. Yeah. You stay together for a while in contact, whatever way you find out. Most people do social media now. But it's definitely like a once you meet those people, you you make a bond forever. And a f- funny thing I find it is like, well, we probably should clarify with Masons. There's Masons have a Blue Lodge. Uh, Shriners have a shrine. Yes. Uh, Joe's daughters have a Bethel. It's it's mainly their main meeting places in their place of conservation, which these groups get together to actually connect with each other. Yeah. So, uh, but if you look at all these, th- you talk about how they're so spread out across the world, like the amount of history that comes from these organizations, and to think like I am. A mason i can go to any other country and if i find a per- person who's a mason they look at me and like i have a connection to you i understand what kind of person you are i'm what that gives me the willingness mm-hmm. to help you if i if it's within my ability and it's it's like a, just a basis of agreement on based on character like mm-hmm. we've been through the same stuff know that uh keep to the same standard and it's okay sit you probably identify with this, with this same standard of, of being a person, and it's not based on religion. It's not based on uh, your point of belief system, but it's the idea that together that you can become a better person, and that yeah, you hold yeah. a certain standard of character that you act in a certain manner, and these people will treat you in a, in a great manner because you hold yourself oh, yeah. that. And then they treat everybody else in the same manner. And it's the one of the speakers that we heard last uh, night, I liked what he said. He's like, the foundation of all good men is masonry. And, like, that's an amazing thing to say because and the, one of the funniest jokes when we talk about history that I've heard when I first come in is, like, all the, how all the founding fathers were – were ma- a lot of them were Masons. Oh, yeah, yeah. So take your first president, George Washington. George Washington is the first president of the United States. Uh, he's a Mason. 
people at one point there's always the story of how they even asked him to want to be wanting to be king of the United States before they decided to go with the presidency mm-hmm. option. So here's a man that's supposed to be sitting at what most people today consider as the most powerful place in the seat in the world is you you control the uh, United States and you're the yeah. president. Well, this is a man that would do his presidency, do his job, and then on a certain day of the week of the month would go to lodge and his gardener from Mount Vernon would also go to lodge and his gardener was ma- uh, was the worshipful master and the one leading lodge and oh yeah definitely they would all stand on the same ground yes that's definitely um, something that makes it interesting different it doesn't matter who you are where you come from what you look like it's there's nothing like wrong with you if you are in this like presence of these type of people and everyone's on the same level and if you work hard enough then you get to that Mm -hmm. that top tier right so we have a queen right that's where i'm at right now i worked hard for this position um i make sure that you know everything's in order we do our um jobs properly we have fun while we're doing Mm -hmm. it um everyone is loved everyone's kind there's no like miscommunications that's a big thing is I see nowadays is like there's miscommunication everywhere so I think communication is like really key and there's like a really common misconception about like these organizations is that um, you have to be a certain person you have to be you know a certain place like you have to fit these standards if there's like no room for a different personality and I kind of thought that when I joined because, you know, I have a, I had a young mind. I did not really understand what it was, what I'm joining, what I'm getting into. But the thing is about these groups is that everyone is so different. You're on the same level. You have the same, like, mindset. I want to be a good person. I want to be a good person to others. I want others to be a good person to me. I want to have a sense of community somewhere I know I can turn to if I need help or if somebody else needs help, they can turn to, right? So, you know... Anybody can join. It's not like, you know, you have to be a specific way to be here, which is a really, like, a thing they talk about in movies, you know, when Mm -hmm. they have, like, oh, this is a Masonic secret. We need to solve the puzzles. (laughs) Yeah. It's the the National National Treasure. treasure, Yeah. It's like they think. It's a secret society. I I have this fun fun time with my friends, and it's like, because I will see how long I can, it takes me to have that them actually make the connection of what mason mason they know part of masonry is yes so i start out with just the general stuff of what we talk about right now what what we do what we does yeah and they're like don't know uh then i start with okay do you know like the shriner circus do you know uh festival trees do you know these certain events that we've done yeah some get a couple of those he's like okay maybe uh jump right to tra- national treasure then, and, then <laughs> yeah. my, and then my final <laughs> one is i usually always get someone is okay if you haven't known this, I know exactly where it is. Have you watched National Treasure? Most say ex- yes. Yeah. I'm like, do you remember? Th- like, yes. Those that say, I think so. I can even say, okay, do you know the Nick Cage movie from Disney? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Then you know what masonry is, at least a tiniest bit on the surface. Yes. Now I get to explain the whole depth behind it. Yes. Once and you make that introduction, yeah. especially in like media, people always see those type of things and I'm a huge fan of that movie. I mean, I'm a huge nerd for, like, these fun adventure movies, but... Well, who doesn't like a good conspiracy theory? No, but nobody doesn't love that. I will watch all of those. Nicolas Cage, amazing. I just watch everything he's in. It's so funny. But 
everyone, once you see that in the media, there's always, like, a movie or a TV show that has that in there. Um, actually, in my last book I was reading, they did the Mizpah, which is inherently, like, something that we do mm-hmm. in these organizations. And during COVID, we would say that to each other at the end of the meetings instead of closing a meeting, and that would be the closing because, you know, uh, we are together mm-hmm. even when we're, apart, when we're apart is basically, like, the gist of it. But I was like, that's crazy that it's in this book that I'm reading. But it's also something outside of this book that I practice in my daily lives. We still say it at most of our meetings. Mm -hmm. Um, We've kind of integrated it into our regular meeting schedules. Like we always say that at the end before we close. Um, Just because it reminds us that even when things happen, even when we're apart, we're together. And we still have that connection. And that's like, you know, once you make that first introduction – people are always, like, kind of interested. They, they want to yeah. know more about it. And it's nice because you can bring your friends and your family and other people you know, strangers, acquaintances, into this group. I mean, I can't bring most of my friends into this, my certain organi- organization right now because all my friends are old. But um, and See, and there's, yeah. the diffi- but there's the difference. It's like you have your, uh, I think they have the demo lay is for the, is for boys and then the, uh, yes. the girls they have the actual uh, Job's Daughters they have Job's Daughters and then Rainbow is also for Rainbow. young girls Yes, and, and then you can go to like Eastern Star yeah, and yeah. uh, what's the Nile one uh, Daughters of Nile Daughters of the Nile those are yeah. the adult ones and then like uh, for men it's your main one and it's been since way back in the, since a, the time of King Solomon and all those and it's like you have masonry and I should probably be clear because we were talking about issues of like misconceptions. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Masonry. Well, by the type of masonry we're talking about means free and accepted masonry, which is when a group of men got together, looked at the framework of what masonry was, where you were actually a stone worker and actually were an actual true mason, an operative, what we call an operative mason. Yeah. And you actually did the craft, and when they're like, you worked up from an apprentice to an inter, uh, to a fellow uh, journeyman, which is a fellow crafter, mm-hmm. and then. A, I actually didn't know yeah. this. So this is knowledge for me. <laughs> so you have your three main, what is called degrees or your stations. Oh yeah, and I know uh, about that. <laughs> the basis of it is when you become a true mason, you become a master mason. Is for three and accepted bases is you work. You first start as an apprentice, then you pass that degree. You get to a fellowcraft. You get past the fellowcraft degree. You get to a master. And yeah. once you're actually accepted as a ma- raised as a master, you are now a part of a free and accepted masonry. And it's the idea is we build a framework of being a man. Based on the idea of uh, and the history of, behind being an operative or an actual true tradesman mason, using it to basically develop character. Oh yeah, and it's... which it makes sense when you look at an apprentice. You look at an, the idea of how an apprentice works to a f- apprentice. Basically, is you're young. Yeah. You're uh you're newer. You're basic. You're the greenhorn. You're learning. You, you're so, learning. So you yeah. just take all your time. You take in as much information as you can, and. With that, you take it, and you're taking it much information in. You also just basically subject yourself to, okay, I'm gonna have to do some labor, you're so gonna, I can do. Yeah, be open-minded, you, learn. Yeah, yeah. You're open-minded, but you're willing to do the work. So yeah. when it comes to the idea of, especially as someone who's me, because I came in young, because there's a lot of people, masons now are like a lot older, because it's not as a common yes, thing to get in. Yes, anymore, that is so which true. Is one of our major issues is part of the reason why we we wanted to do this podcast and. Uh, as a young person, I, I stepped into this. My father uh, had recently just became a mason a little bit before he had me join. So when I first stepped in, I looked at all of these other men, and I'm like, all of you are at least 
20 years older than yeah. you. Yeah. You have... You're married or at least looking toward down that road of a Oh, yeah. Great a committed relationship. relationship career. You, you've established yourself yep. in a career. You've established yourself in a life and a home in your community. You're a fi- you look like you're a solid pillar of society as a citizen. And then there's me, a young college student who's figuring out what he's trying to do, where yes. he's going, not understanding where he's going to be in the next year to the next, maybe not even sure about the next 10, let alone. Oh, yeah. And I'm supposed to, they look at me as, and then they tell me, we're the same. I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> They're like, no, we're the same. It Here. You're it on the same level. It, we're on the same level. You're the same and person. We have, we by character, by merit, we are the same. Yeah. And that's, and that's another thing, even based on it, is not for looks, demographics, or anything, even on the basis of your success, it does not matter. You are still, as long as you are a decent person, and you hold yourself to the same, we hold yourselves to the same standards Yeah, of being a decent person. That's kind of the whole basis yeah. for it. It's just, you need to put the work in, you need to, um, you know, be kind to people, and that's kind of the basis of it. That's like the bare minimum, and then you get into like you know, helping out higher up in your organization, working harder, working with other organizations. So <clears throat> a lot of, so there's a lot of positions in these organizations. Um, we have people who are appointed, which is people who are not in the line. And those are the people that are still learning. They're new. They're the apprentice. They are still working to, you know, you get to that point where they're like, they're I'm ready to start to, yeah. like, have Take more responsibility. Yeah, have more responsibility. Work on whatever. Be in charge. I want to work. Start working towards that, right? And then you have the mostly all of these uh, have five elected positions. Most of the groups um, you work once you get elected into the first one. You know, you slowly work up the line depending on how long. Um, some groups are one year terms. We're six months uh, for our terms. But as you work up, you learn more because you learn from the people you're surrounded by, the person in front of you, you're always looking up to them mm-hmm. because you're following them. You want to see what they're doing. You want to make sure that you're doing just as good as them, if not better. And then you're always looking at the person in charge. The person in charge is the one everyone is looking towards. They have the most power, even if it's they're, they're still put on the same level as you, but they make sure that you know, hey, we're on the same level, but I need you to understand these are the skills that you need to start learning to be where I am right now, right? And there's a, and I don't think power would be the proper character. Yeah. I think they have the most responsibility. Yes. And they're trying, to, do, they're the trying to take on that responsibility voluntarily. And that's, the I think, the biggest part about these groups is, like, there's a lot of Masons in, or we're sitting in the shrine here right now in Omaha, and the shrine has the divan. And there's a lot of people that don't take part of the divan. And, but there's a lot of people who want to and have already have. And those mm-hmm. that who w- want to are looking to actually get in their positions and are doing this or appointed positions. I know a good friend of mine, Brian. Brian is currently in a pr- appointed position. He's going to be working his way up to actually do, being yeah. part of the van. And he's currently in an actual true elected position in in the actual uh, – in our same Blue Watch because we and him are in mm-hmm. the Blue Watch. Yeah. I learned so – Brian's key for actually the historical knowledge behind this is amazing. I, me and Brian talk at length on this stuff and so much about what it means, the purposes behind it, just the meanings of like all the 
every little detail that comes with these things. And the idea with each next step you take in those lines is more responsibility, more details to know, more things to take, uh, responsibility to take on. It all comes voluntarily. You do choose. And mm -hmm. just being a part of it in general, like, I was, amazing. I, I was a sh college kid. I was coming back from Lincoln to drive to Omaha just so I could be a part of it at all and i could barely make it to any meetings during the year i could barely uh make it to any events their number one thing they told me was like we understand yeah. we want you to have your life we want you to take care of your family take care of yourself and take care of your home yes once yes. you take care of those things which in includes your job your job every other if you have when you have the time and space left then come help out yeah that's definitely a lot of it is that um they understand because they've all been there you know uh what's that pitbull song where he's like been there done that <laughs> all these people that you're following in this organization that are older than you that have more experience they have been there they've done that they understand that you need to put yourself first you need to put your family first you need to put your job first um you need to build your life outside of this so that you're stable enough to come here and do this but they will treat you the same no matter what position you're in, no matter how often or how not often you mm -hmm. are there. It's it's just really great to show up and be like, yes, I haven't been to a few of things in the past while, but they will treat you as if they saw you yesterday. You know, mm -hmm. it's really great because you're just you're one of them. You know, it's it's a lot different when you go to like, I don't know, some organizations are pretty. Uh, fierce and the, like com competitive oh, or yeah, whatever they can, they can be cutthroat like it's oh yeah like it can be ridiculous i i just think of like i have a lot of friends who did dance and when you're in like a dance club that stuff of, gets crazy yeah <laughs> yeah drama that comes out of just dance clubs alone oh yeah but there's like also sports and things like that those things can be insane um a lot of things outside of your life will take prejudice over this until you get to that point where you're like great i'm stable i can go to every meeting i can do this i have the time i have the energy um i'm mentally physically socially able to do this which is so nice because you definitely need a break once in a while and that's understood you know you're you can try to go to as many things as you can but you can't make everything and that's totally respectable everyone understands that you have a life they have a life. Every person you meet here has a life. Whether they're just starting out in the workforce, whether they're in college or they are retired, everyone is has things going on outside of here. So when you are able to come here and just take a break from your outside life, after you get that settled, you come in and you just meet these people outside of, you know, work, family. Mm -hmm. And you just meet these people and it's nice to just calm down, do something you know how to do. Uh, you know what you're doing, you understand it. It's it's kind of, like, rhythmic in a way. It can be therapeutic. Yeah, it it's really can. nice. So, like, and I think that's the reason why my friend Sergio, he's jo he's actually joining. Cause yeah. When, he jo when they joined and why they were first, because you petition to join, and then you have two people, at least for masonry, you petition, then two people, yes. you have two masons. Yeah, we have that, too. Agree to be signers for you. So my dad and his, uh, the man that got him in, who's known me forever, both signed mine and were, were my particular, uh, signers. So when I was, jo when I joined, the first question they asked me is like, what, what brings you here? What do you want to join? And 
the most common answer they get is brotherhood. For me, it's like I wanted something to help me find purpose and to actually be yeah. being a better person. I, I found a lot of what's going on with people my age, and it's like I see a lot of how people my age act, and I don't want to be like that. I want something that gives me purpose. I want something that gives me drive, something I can put service into and get a decent amount of camaraderie and fulfillment back. Yeah. But I also miss the idea of spending time with people I can consider family. My parent, my family used to, this is just my family, but my family used to always go to church when we were younger. Mm-hmm. When we, my, me and my brothers got into a lot of sports, we lost that community because we were just taking so much time. Oh, yeah. My no, dad got sense. into masonry when I, when I was the youngest left for college, and I joined six months afterwards is when I started mm-hmm. to actually get involved and see what he was doing, and then they, I fully got finished about a couple years later. Or finish joining, and they will work with you. You can come in as fast or as long as you need. Oh yeah, like they are. They are just. They're willing to actually work with you on it, and it is amazing just how much they will work with you. And my, the reason why they just like, you're a good person. We we understand. We'll get you in. Yeah. My, uh, my friend Sergio. I'm just getting him in now, and. He still has that same hesitation. What I did is like, I look at these people like, oh my, I'm nervous to mess up. <laughs> I don't want to mess up with this. I have so much respect for these men, um, these women, yeah. and just how all these people are. I'm like, dude, take a breath. Yeah. They under, they've been where we are. You're okay. And I then I'd point to us like we would be at an event, and I'd point to some of the, oh, uh, what's his name. Uh, yeah, no clue. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking. Well, I'd, well, I'd, uh, Bill German and, uh, Colleen, the past. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Bill, Ger- Bill German was the past potentate, or past, the uh, highest elected, uh, mm-hmm. member of the sh- this current shrine. And I'm like, he's been here forever. Look at those two. Look how happy they are together. But oh, yeah. They put as only as much time as they're allowed. Now look at. Uh, then I pointed to a, f- a guy that me and him both knew that actually used to be the Boy Scout troop leader for uh, Sergio when Sergio was younger. So we talk about small world. It's really a oh, small yeah, world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Wolfen. I'm like, mm. but Dave, he can be decently involved, but you also know how much other stuff Dave's got on his plate. Oh, yeah. Dave only get, shows up when he can. And, like, you talk about how your dad, your dad's got, like, five oh different nerds. He's in he's everything. He's come up with working hard. He still takes he still spends time with you. He still t- yeah. spends time with your sister, your his wife, your mom. Yeah. He spend he takes care of his family. He takes he goes to work. And goes to work. There's there's a <laughs> stays at home and plays on his laptop while he works. The newest version, <laughs> yeah. The, okay, yeah. The modern version of going to work. Yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah, and all these people, like, they do work, they take care of their lives, and mm-hmm. they allow you to take care of your life. So you get, it's like, we want you to come here and get some fulfillment yep. on a part after you make sure you can feel stable enough to do so, so it's not stress for you. We yeah. don't want this to be stress for you. And for the, if they ever see anyone that's like, you're here too much because you're and not spending enough time elsewhere, mm-hmm. oh my lord, will these ladies push you out the door? Yeah. 
I was stressing one day because I was going from back and forth between uh, coming back here for for a couple of events and then trying to get back to back to school with us. I felt like I had five new thumbs in about five seconds from one conversation. Get kicked out. <laughs> Go home. Pack my things. You're going back to Lincoln. You're getting your stuff done. You're taking care of your business. And then oh, yeah. you can come back here next month. It's okay. We got everything handled. And oh, yeah. Cool. That's definitely something that happens to everyone. I feel like I have two, three, five, ten moms. Um, I have so many people I can turn to if I have questions or I need help. And these people will definitely make sure, like, that gets done. Like, what's more important will get done. And then and then you can come back, you know? And you'll just you'll just have that, like, those figures in your life and from this organization. Purely out of love. Purely oh, yeah. out of just genuine lo- love for others. And I am so intrigued and entranced by it because it's an amazing feeling to say, you barely knew me two days ago. And now you're like, and now you're my treating mom. me like, a, <laughs> yeah. like I'm your kid, getting me taken care of. At certain points, feeding me. Oh yeah, food everywhere. Like, Every time you go to an event, there's food. It's a great thing. It's <laughs> an amazing thing to feel like I'm getting taken care of. I have a, I have have a family here, and I can do, go out and do everything as as long as I'm still act as a respectful, decent human being. We're okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's definitely, you get a lot of family members out of this, even if you didn't come in wanting that. Um, you were talking about how when you joined and they asked you, why do you want to join? When I joined, I said, I don't know, my dad wants me to. But now I have, you know, I understand why I actually joined, which, like, you know, it helped build my confidence. I made friends. I had this, a place to go away from my actual life it's kind of like a home away from home mm-hmm. kind of situation right then you go out and you do these things and it's a little different but it's you still have that community you still have fun things going on i really enjoy the meetings now i love our sunday meetings even if i don't want to get out of bed um sometimes i love them more than our fun events because i just love the structure i love you know seeing everybody work on themselves do better so our first meeting is Sunday, actually, which I still have to write the minutes from the last, last meeting because uh, I was recorder. But You should do what we do and just dispense with the mi- minutes most of the time. Uh, I, I did so good. I'd write the minutes every week, and they, they were so good, immaculate. There's ba- barely any edits. But, um, yeah, the difference between women and men's minutes. <laughs> Women's nice, clean, color-coded, oh, everything's yeah. down to the letter, perfectly organized. Well, Guys, it's so easy. we were here. We said things. We <laughs> voted. Yay. That's it. But, you know, our first meeting is called a stop-and-go meeting. I'm sure you guys do those, too, occasionally when you have a new term. It's so that everyone can learn their new parts. Mm-hmm. We st- and we stop when people mess up or they don't know what they're doing or something along those lines where we need to work on it. It could be easy as entering, like walking in, mm-hmm. going through the motions, or it could be something as difficult as knowing your part, right? Because you do have to memorize these things. And the higher up you get, the more you have to memorize, which it's a lot. It's overwhelming. We get it. So we stop. We fix the problem. We redo it. And then we go. And then once we hit another block, you know, we stop. We fix it. We do it. it we it go. It gives you with some grace. It gives you some yeah. grace that's like, okay, I, you got a little 
grace period here. You're gonna me- you're gonna mess up. It's okay. We expect you to. No yes. one gets it the first time. If we did, it was that easy. This would would be a lot easier job than we and a lot of us wouldn't be here. Yes. No. It's it's definitely you have to put in the work. Um, my memory is not super great, and I'm starting to. Uh, I don't know. I feel like my memory's starting to go away now. I'm already. I'm only 20, but you know, you get to that point where you're like, oh, going on 20 with a memory of 56. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's just you have to put in the work and do these things. And everyone has their own like little uh, memorization key, like thing they do, yeah. um, which is definitely something that we help each other with. So when the newer girls came in, I said, "Hey, this is how I." work on my parts that's how I memorize um you can do it this way or you can do it another way the only thing I ask you make sure you're whoever's helping you with this you know they're entitled to like this information I don't care how you learn if you find a way that works for you go at it I don't care as long as it's making you a better person and you're doing better at your job here in this Bethel I don't care what you do as long as it's making you you're kind still about it it's just it works for you right because everybody's different and i'm like you could go ask all these people what they do everybody does something different Mm -hmm. i will work with you on your part if you need me to i will always be here you can always just shoot me a text um you know call me um we can meet up at the bethel or a lot some sort of lodge or you know at my place or your place we can work on this when we go to grand um we get a bunch of rooms and depending on the amount of girls we get a certain amount of rooms and so there'll be easily like three to four girls in a room right and so everyone's going to do their different competitions during this time it's really crazy it's hectic and a lot of times the girls some girls will be left in the rooms to just hang out because they don't have to go anywhere and so with this last grand i sat there and i set up like a little mini room a mini lodge room or a bethel room and I said, okay, we're going to walk through it, how you need to walk, what you need to say, how you need to speak, your eye contact. We're going to go through everything that matters. And then I'm going to have you do it over and over and over again. See, and that, t- and that touches the largest part because it's like back to the misconceptions. And it's a lot about the idea of ritual and symbol. And it's like if you think about it. Yes. Even just in modern times, you have a lot. You show a, basically a kindergartner any point that looks like a, something close that looks like an apple of an image iPhone yeah. it's like symbolism and ritual has been a long, around for a longest time the, the idea of what is, a, what is a handshake just a union is like a cross cultural symbol is like a greeting yes. hello how are you Yes, it's I'm, a... I'm introducing myself uh, so when people think about ritual and essence, it's like it's not what you think there's a lot there's a lot more just base level stuff here that it's like yeah it's it shows a little practice it shows this but it's mainly just to structure things so when you take in information and there have been a lot of psychological studies on this for humans and it's like the idea of ritual has always been put into things and that's how you actually learn better so when you when you get up and those that have that structured morning day and they remember and they're able to clear their minds before they go to work well, they have their morning. That's their morning ritual. That's yes. their morning routine. Everyone has a ritual routine every yeah. morning. I definitely follow that path. So, uh, for, so for us, those that are in the Masonic family, when we're actually bringing new people in and like 
getting them to memorize the basis of what we are, what we are, what we do, what we're tra trying to have them learn. It's the idea of we have these rituals, we have the, these symbolisms, and it's like there's meaning to it. There's purpose. The ritual is for it's like you have all this information. We're now putting it in a ritual, so you actually like this routinely manner, this structured scaffolding. Yes. So that you can take this structural scaffolding, learn it on those scaffolding. It's like, and then once you put back into the scaffolding, it's like, oh, now I know what that is. Mm -hmm. And you can make these connections. You can make these. Oh yeah, everything is connected. Uh, Life's a web. Yeah. Um, not only does like being in this organization help you in your outside life, but your outside life helps you in this organization mm -hmm. because once you start to learn things from both parts of your life, they'll start to cross over, right? Mm -hmm you'll hit points where you're, like, listening to a show, a TV show, a podcast, whatever you're listening to, and you're, like, they say a phrase, and you're, like, I relate that to this organization, yeah. right? Or you'll be in the organization, and you're realizing, I have structured my life, like, I, the morning routine, because mm -hmm. I learned it here. Mm -hmm. I, as a kid, nobody has a morning routine. Everyone just rolls out of bed, throws well, on clothes, and goes to school. Idea, well, you're a kid. You have, mostly, you're just, you're worried about a lot of different things that, and yeah. you can't get outside of the scope of just yourself. Like, there, if you want to talk about anything based on, like, a two-year-old's personality, nothing, no one's more, you can't tell me anyone's more egotistical than a two-year-old. Because oh, they literally oh cannot, they have no other ability oh. to actually look beyond themselves. Kids them. are crazy. <laughs> yeah, they are. And then, uh, so, when you look at that and it's like, teach a two-year-old to do a routine, can't really do it but yeah you provide them that with that structure so that's they're not using that mental power to form that no oh, yeah that makes and sense all their energy instead of like trying to make all these darn on these other decisions is taken away it's like oh i get to make three decisions well now i can make these three decisions well yeah so it's kind of like yeah. that gentle parodying thing where people mm -hmm. are like do you want to go to bed now or do you want to go to bed in 10 minutes right mm -hmm. it's an easier decision to be pick between those two things and being like do you want to go to bed? And they're like, no. And then you don't have any other options yeah. other to let them stay up, right? So you, you make these options for yourself, ABC, mm -hmm. right? It's like kind of doing a test in real life. You're like, am I going to get out of bed at 5, 5.30, or 6 today, right? Mm -hmm. And it's once you hit that, you're like, this would work perfect for me, and then you go to that. Multiple choice versus fill in the blank. Yes. Unless you have that one exactly and fill in the blank, you know, you're not going to get it. But yes. multiple choices, like, oh, I know one of them there is correct. Yes. Yes. I just got to figure out the right one. And trial sometimes and it takes trial and error. You're going to have yeah. to take the test a couple times. But we're in life. A lot of those choices, you will do those choices every single day, which is 365 days per year, for about a life that's usually from the average person is at this day and age mostly past 50 years oh yeah so i'm like you do the math that's a lot of choices <laughs> yes you have to make choices every yeah, day and if you're gonna go to work or not like i don't know i mm -hmm. i think about that every day i'm like do i really want to go to work yes i need mm -hmm. to pay bills but you have those choices you could still make that mm -hmm. even if you know what the right and wrong answers are mm -hmm. you know and it just gives you options and it helps you like understand you know how life works because there is structure in anything mm -hmm. and everything. If you go out into the wild and you see animals, they follow a structure every single day, right? They even if, even if it's yes. based on their biology, it's still they have a structure. Oh yeah. And what plants everything? And this is why this is the one of the best things I like with masonry. It provides a set of uh, agreed to values, even oh, for yeah. those in general. You have a agreed set of values. It's like you meet this standard. 
and it's like we have an agreed value valuable of certain characteristic of being a type of character in America. Yeah. Type of person. So there's a funny game. I like I listen to Jordan or Jordan B. Peterson. He's a world-renowned psychologist, and he he's like there's a funny game he used to play with his students, and it's like okay, it's like it's a funny game. You want to play? Sure, sure. Let's play this game. You move first. Okay, cool. Um, that that's a hard like decision you, to make, right? <laughs> you don't know what to do. And the yeah, fact is, is, you don't you know what need, the game is. You need you don't know what the game is. You don't, you don't have rules. You don't have things to define. You need it. to outline it. So you need yeah. you need a sense of order. And like masonry provides me with as me as a person with order. And does it with so many other people. That Jordan's daughters does it. The same thing, yeah, new. yeah. And even like it's why people have chosen to do Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Uh, they join join teams when kids get together as uh when they're younger and they're playing pickup games. What's the first thing you do? What are the rules? Okay, are yeah. we pl- like you're playing basketball with a group of friends. We play and make it, take it. We play and ever uh shoot it. Okay, it's your. I make a point. It's yours. Uh, we play in ones or twos, and we play in twos yeah. and threes. Personally, you, I like fifty-two card pickup. Um. See, yep, there, there, <laughs> then there's that game. Yeah, but you decide chaos. on the game. You decide on a rule, and it's like, or you just like, okay, well, we're just gonna do chaos. Everybody fend for themselves. That's pretty much what life is—chaos. Yeah. But once you start having this structure, making those yeah. decisions, it makes it easier. Um, but I mean, I joined for the cool cape and the pretty crowns because you know. Okay. <laughs> hey. A lot, of people Sparkly behind, things. a lot of people can get behind a cool cape and a crown. Oh, yeah. And I get to wear that now, so I'm like, this is amazing. Because, you know, it's... Considering it's, that drove, like, a lot of the humanity's history, I think a lot of people can get behind a cape and a crown. That's, like, the best part about this, is yeah. that you get to wear interesting outfits. So, that's something that like I, we have an issue with. Um, not an issue, but there's... I don't know if you've ever seen yeah. a Job's Daughter's outfit. Have you? I actually have not. I, need I will show you one real quick, and then I'll say what I'm going to say. So you have, like, a, an idea of what I'm saying, because otherwise you're going to be a little clueless. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I just got installed. So I have pictures right here, right? Everyone's wearing these uh, white robes, okay. and I'm wearing the cape and crown because I'm the honored queen, and my sister was just installed. And so she's wearing. <laughs> yes. Yes, family that photos. Man, that man's got a nice Masonic type. That man's got styling. Oh, Your yeah. Your dad's got class. He, he's definitely got it. But people talk about how this is an old organization, right? That's mm-hmm. something that everyone agrees on. Masons are super old. Job's Daughters um, is just over 100 now, 100 mm-hmm. years old. Um, it's one of the younger organiza- groups of the, fam- yes. of the fam- uh, Masonic tree of the, uh, organizations. It's a lot it's younger. younger. But it still de- has a decent history yeah um but something that we have to deal with now in this modern age is the outfits um people like to refer to them as like kkk kind of outfits so we have to combat that and that kind of makes that decision that we have to um you know combat that like we still have to fight it it's something you have to put up with all i see is a base what is essentially maybe some what Old fashioned, the, these old are the fashion, old style yeah. of shepherd. We're not sounding like they got We're talking. These are like old style shepherd style robes. Yes. And then I see a a blue, a simple blue cape, old fashioned cape, and a crown. Yes. So I do never see a hood or anything else along those. There's lines, no hood. Like, but people often like think of this because mm-hmm. you know there. I understand where they get the similarities, and this is something that we talk about at the state and international mm-hmm. level all the time. It's 
something we're always arguing about, offering new options or new ideas, but, you know, it's it's an old organization, so mm-hmm. we want to stay with the classics. But it's, it's another, like... tradition to it. Yes, it's tradition, so there's, like, a lot of misconceptions with that. And it has ritual and meaning and symbolism. Yes, and, like, I joke with my friends that aren't in it, and they're like, oh, my gosh, you're part of the KKK, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's definitely what it is. Sure, please, let's not, but it's, it's definitely something that people understand. I also... Like, people don't understand it when you try to explain it to them, if they're from the outside, right? There's definitely a wall, and if you can't see over the wall, you don't understand what's on the other side of the wall, right? Um, Easily, that wall can just be knocked down with, like, a kick. But (laughs) you kind of have to uh, make it in terms that people already understand, Mm -hmm. things they see, see, things they already, like... Put in the right frame of mind. Yes, yes. So a lot of times I'll be like, well, it's an organization. Um, I guess you could call it a cult, but it's cult isn't inherently bad people just give it a bad term it's like a group of like meeting people and people are like oh i understand that now right because people always assume like bad things yeah it's not it's just an organization but that's a word they they refer to like a group of people mm-hmm. right it's like friends you refer to that like mm-hmm. a group of people that you get along with yeah. and hang out with right and so i say that and people are like okay i understand i'm like great so it a synonym for this would be organization they're like, okay. And so I get more into depth. I'm like, we work on, like, good values, you know, what people, uh, you know, how they act, be kind, don't be a jerk. Ter- I think the term a lot of you are looking for is, like, a sorority. Because you, yes. you guys are a sorority. And, like, mas- masonry is the is legitimately the oldest fraternity in yes. all of the human history. And then you have your sub-fraternities, the Shrine, the Scottish Rite. Yes, all uh, the branches of this organized, Which are all smaller. Like, have you ever heard of the Knights Tip? Templars, I which is like, one, yeah. uh, if you know the Crusades, there was yes. the Knights Templars when they were actually like huge organization back in Europe. A lot of those were actually a, to be a Knights Templar, you're a Mason. To be a Strider, you're a Mason. It's yes, you become you have a Mason to be. first, and then you be, become the others. Yeah. Uh, so, but we are all for, each one of these are fraternities. Oh yeah. So it's when and that's the I think you can tell the difference between. Uh, when because my friends make the joke oh it's a cult it's like yes eh, yes no. i get that joke a no. lot I'm no like, all the time like, you can joke about that but not but no <laughs> uh but it's actually a cult is when you're actually like you pay respect only to one leader and then that's that's there's kind a of lot of very particular traits of a, of a cult it kind of has These the don't have those i think people understand the structure because mm-hmm. you know you see all those yeah. articles about it and they're like oh a structured kind of organization that follows values and beliefs which is basically what it is it's to the extreme of course that's what a cult is is the extreme like you know people worship this person they you know don't trust anybody else or anything anybody outside of this group which is not the case here but they understand oh that's a structured group um it's yes they don't have i don't just don't think that the common person has the the understanding yeah proper understanding to actually say okay here's the dip here's the differentiation yeah it's definitely is, about the knowledge and that's why you we get out there we have to explain and that's oh yeah that's part of our purpose when we, as being for me as a mason that is and i'm sure that's the same with you as a job's daughter is yes. that when you're explaining to me you're trying to bring new people in and like that i can see how you're saying that that's good though let me tell you what's the actual difference oh yeah and for most, sure i understand the majority of people will will listen and learn they oh will, yeah they will easily tell the difference and uh we'll as listen the, to you as long as they get off their phones <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's another <sighs> battle or you have to just start texting them like next to them sad when it, in <laughs> high school, my, my athletic director of high school he literally came up to us and me and my friends were sitting at a table 
and there was two of us were actually just having a conversation, eating lunch, and most of us were eating lunch, and he came up to us in the cafeteria, sitting at the table, he's like, he greeted me first, because I, I actually saw him, I wasn't on my phone, me and my other buddy weren't, yeah. we introduced ourselves, we even asked him a question, because we had something coming up, coming up with the athletic department, yeah. and that we were involved in with all, just teaching some youth uh, camp for kids, and uh, he looked over, and he's like, and he kind of just waved at everybody. Oh, Took people through two minutes that. before they can realize they were there. And it was nuts that it took them that long for them to even just realize, hey, yeah, I'm here. And also, and then he goes, now that you see me, look up. You have people around people right you. Around have a you conversation. No, I definitely get that i'm also that person that goes into public and i'm like i don't want to see the public i'm gonna you know watch a tv show on my phone and sip on my drink but well there's a difference between it's like you don't have to no one's telling you that's that true you have to talk to every single person in the world let's but be honest if, if you're you sitting did, with friends if you did different. that everyone's gonna look at you like you're absolutely nuts um yeah my dad <laughs> he goes and talks yeah. to random strangers okay, all I'm the time honest. that's, that's <laughs> I, I'm guilty. I will i'm that weirdo that will if you're all sitting on the bus and you're I just you look just at some talking. part of your clothing or hat, and it's that I recognize, like, a symbol of a, a sports team, a college, or something, and it's like, hey, nice hat. And then I'll start, like, a whole hour conversation uh, yeah. with you. But, uh... I'm too introverted for that. <laughs> I like to keep to myself. Oh, you, you introverted seem like you guys just conserve a lot of energy, because I spend way too much energy talking. Uh, I'm out of energy all the time. That's probably why I'm introverted. I just want to, you know reserve my energy for when I actually see people I'm like I want to talk to you you know like I'll go home and I'll talk to my roommate for hours and hours and she just looks at me and nods and smiles because she does not care but she lets me talk and that's what matters is because I I go to work all day and I don't want to talk to these people all day long it's exhausting I don't I'm not besties but my roommate I know her super well I'm like I'd like to talk to you I want to actively talk to you and so she'll let me come home and talk to her even if she doesn't want to talk, right? Yeah. So it's like, my mom, we go out all the time. Like, we do lunch on Tuesdays. We both have Tuesdays off. And she'll just start talking to people. And I'm like, why are you talking to people? We went to a concert, okay? We sat down, and we had a mix-up. We went to the wrong arena earlier. <laughs> and that, that will make for quite a day. Yes, and she turns to the people next to us immediately and is like, we went to the wrong arena. And I'm like, why would you tell them that? That's so embarrassing. She's like, people like to know when you're interested in them and I'm like I mean I mean I kind of get that I like when I get compliments but I don't want to like actively go talk to people I'll compliment people yeah. but I'm not gonna start a conversation with them it's just like I'm sitting there next to my mom like hand over my face like mom this is embarrassing it's like that teenager thing where yeah, it's like I'm, <clears throat> well with me it's like then you get those group of friends and I see it even here in the shrines with these, uh, the older, some of the older people we get in together, and you can watch the differences of like those who just want to be by themselves, those who are like openly. Oh, people watching here is yeah. interesting. Yeah, and then it's like I'm definitely one of those people. Like I, with my friends, I have will collect. I like to say I'm the extrovert that collects all the introverts. Yep, I, yep. I, ad- no. I adopt friends. No, I, I live by and that. it's like, I adopt you, I adopt you, I adopt you, I adopt you. No. And then my fr- other friend, my fr- oh, she's so funny. <laughs> oh, Lexi's a, a riot. She, uh, she likes to say she's an extroverted introvert. 
And I'm like, an ambivert is what that's called. Really? There's an yes. actual term. So it's somebody who is both introverted and extroverted at different times. So they might be extroverted at, you know, in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And then you go, you're going to like some event at night. They're like, I need like three hours alone before we go to this. Um, I'm going to sit alone. I'm going to jam out or watch TV or do my own thing that energizes me. And then they'll come out three hours later, and they're perfectly fine. They're ready to be extroverted again, which I have a lot of that. Yeah. So that that is the term you're looking for. So she's gonna like go it. Go tell that her that. Yeah. A, a name. So, uh, but yeah, I, I just like hold on, no, 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 no. You don't get a claim point of an extroverted though. That's my position. No, yeah, I get that. But she, like with the, all the true intro introverts, like she claims to use the extroverts of those. I'm like. Yes, but who gets the actual standing? Okay, yeah. So it's kind of like when people are like, I'm doing the blue-collar job of the white-collar jobs. You know, like you have that bottom <laughs> tier where it's it's oh, a white-collar job, but it's, it, you know, you're at the yeah. bottom. My dad says that all the time when he used to work in IT. Um, <laughs> now he's a salesman. Honestly, but, that, that, that is... The, I'm yes. going to be honest. If you're talking about labor of blue co- of white-collar jobs, yes. IT jobs are the labor of blue No, that's, jobs, it's so accurate. Jobs. And he would, like, yeah. tell my grandpa that all of the rest of my family is pretty much uh, blue-collared. And they're like, well, I'm doing blue-collared. I'm like... That, yeah, he said he understands that he's not doing a blue-collar job, but he's doing the blue-collar job of the white-collar job. So there's, like, different levels to that, you know? Where it's uh, like, you're, yeah, yeah, you're the extrovert, but, you know, you got, like, the introverts and you got the leader of the introverts, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that little thing. Cause I'm, you get your tears. Yeah, you got your tears for sure. Or like, I guess it's more of, like, a scale, right? Mm-hmm. You got introverts, extroverts, and then somebody you in the middle, ambiverts. Yes. Everything is on a scale. Yeah. Everything in your life that you do is on a scale. Especially, like, in these groups, you're, like, you know, you're bouncing back and forth for, like, introverts and extroverts, yeah. like, things. You meet people at both ends. You meet people in the middle. You meet people halfway one way and halfway the other way. But it's just something that is interesting is you come to these events and you see all the people that are in the, the different areas of that. And you're like, this person is so introverted. They don't want to talk to people. But they're not talking to anybody. So I want to go make mm-hmm. a friend of them. So I actually do that at Grand. Mm-hmm. There will be some people sitting on the sidelines. when we, we have dance parties in the middle of our meetings. I don't know if you guys do that at your state meetings. I will gladly <laughs> say, because with most, I am the only one that is under the age of 40 in my... Yeah, yeah, okay. In my lodge that we do not. And <laughs> Well, that sucks for you guys. Uh, we have dance parties yep, to cut okay. up. We, we, I, will, I will bow down to that. Yes, you guys get yes. to have a little more fun. yes. All I the girls are a lot younger, though, so yeah. attention span is not there. So, you know how it is. Like, mm-hmm. with kids, they, like, run around, and they're all over the place, which is fine. Um, which is why these things are important, because they build up that tolerance to be able to sit there for hours. Well, it's also, like, it's a socialization aspect. Like, yeah. you get to be a part of, you develop a sense of, like, okay, so this is how society works. Yeah, you're slowly pur- introduced pur- to it. That's the purpose of, like, yeah. well, growing up growing up and having relationships with people is, like, put any kid by themselves forever, and it's, like, yeah, you might survive, but... Are you going to be happy? If I didn't just take you and just, like, throw you into a crowd and, of like, a, like put yeah. you in school into a classroom, you're not going to do well. Yeah, it's definitely There's going to be a, a lot of social awkward of one person just getting all the stares, and not in a good way. So it's, and no one wants to be that person, like, yeah. why is everybody looking at me like this? And, like, if they have that 
kind of thing where they're isolated. They don't have that sense of community, right? Mm-hmm. It's back to that community thing. And it's something to, like, lean on. Like, yeah, you have somebody to, like, learn from. But I can ask this person, or it's like, but at least I'm at this point, so I know I'm going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely, like, uh, I don't know, like, the proper way to say it. But if you have somebody, right, and they only see these three people for until they're, like, 10, right? Mm-hmm. I always joke. I, I think people should keep their kids at home for until they're, like, 10. It's, I joke about it because kids are always crying and screaming in public. Every time I go out, it never everyone's like, What's... oh, I love kids. But if they only see these three people, they only see those three views, mm-hmm. right? Only these three views of the world. And then they go out and see more people, mm-hmm. right? So they're homeschooled and they don't go out much. And then they start going to, like, a public school or a private school. And they meet all these people with different views. And so they're going to constantly battle and protect their views. And it's Mm going to be hard for them to learn. But once they make that first connection with another person, right, I definitely had kind of something like this. But, you know, you make that connection with a person and then they open your eyes, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like, actually, did you ever think about this? And you're like, you know what? I didn't think about it. And so, like, when you join these organizations, you start to make these connections and people open up your eyes. They they have lots of wisdom here. Um, you know, I meet a lot of people here that are great. They're like mentors of mine and you meet them and they're like, do you think of the world this way or do you think of it this way? And I'm like, oh, I always thought about it this way. Right. And they're like, well, let's talk about this other view and see why we agree or don't agree or on your side. Right. Mm -hmm. And they'll tell you, they're not going to be mad at you if you have a different view, but it's definitely eye opening to see both sides. And I've been in this group has definitely helped me see things from both sides because you always have to have that open-mindedness it's the best part i think about the human condition is we have the ability to have a conscious thought where we can with free will can go into a conversation like the one we are having now we can enter in a a mutually agreeable goodwill discussion like oh yeah you have your point i have mine okay let's let our ideas not our instead of like fighting each other let's let the ideas duke it out a little bit and see if they and if thing is if both ideas can we both can be at the end it's like okay both of the ideas lack good good enough merit let's find about, a new idea let's find a new let's find a new one let's find and, a solution to and this then problem that one actually and maybe that one's better not only did you so you just solved my problems with my idea and saved me a lot of issue yeah i saved you a lot of issue we we found the easiest solution not only that but now we can coexist so we don't have to worry about future issues yeah, it's definitely something like that um, when you were talking last night about how um, you have no filter because of the ADHD that you have, which oh, I also not. have that. And you said... That's not clear for anyone on yes, the yes. listening to our uh, But you said your friends stop you when you're being outrageous. And they're like, you need yep. to stop, fix the problem, move on. And that's definitely something that happens here. I'll say something and somebody will be like... So that's wrong. Let's talk about why that's wrong, and let's fix that. Let's go to a different route. And so it's definitely, you know, eye-opening because when you only interact with a certain amount of people every day and you don't get into these deep discussions, you only have one opinion. And when you only have one opinion, there's no other options to make or to, like, learn. Like, you can go out and actively learn, but if you're so set on being like, this is a fact, this is the truth, right, you're not going to go find other ideas you know it's kind of that idea like um this is somewhat christianity based right Mm -hmm. and you see all these other cultures you see all these other religions and stuff and you don't understand it right people are like 
Christianity's the best. I personally, I'm not that deep set in it. I don't follow that uh, religion, which is you know something that people find odd for me being in this organization since it's loosely based, right? But you go well, out. And that's the thing about our organizations that are is it's not. Besides, like, the Knights Templar, which is, like, yeah. the very small uh, su- one subsection, which is a smaller subsection of the overall Masons. That's the only section of, yeah. like, Mace- the Masonry family tree that I, I am for sure actually requires its members to be Christian. All other ones is, like, do you, ha- do you ha- under- think that there is some higher power in the universe? Yes. Do you believe in, like, something yeah. more than you, yes. more than this world yes. outside of it, right? More than, yeah. your- more than yourself. And that actually will help, like, guide the structure of the universe. If you say yes, I was like, okay. Questions stop there. We don't need details. We don't need uh, beliefs. Nobody cares what you believe in here. As long as it's, as long as it's not leading you to be a bad person Mm -hmm. inherently, right? So it's kind of that thing where you, like, go talk to people of other religions and, Mm -hmm. like, start to open your eyes, right? Um, You go talk to people who are Catholic, which is kind of similar but different right they yeah. believe in uh, i think it's nine like some gods or something so, like that so the point of catholicism catholicism yeah. is is one of the original versions of christianity yes actually. it's and the it original is, one it is uh and what you're thinking about is not necessarily it's, it's they're, they're the archangels. they're the saints they're the yeah archangels. and it's yeah. mainly that's sh- to them is their actual what they call biblical literature and that yes yeah, uh, yeah history so i've done deep dives into all of this. I've studied Greek oh, yeah. mythology, North mythology, Buddhism, <clears throat> looked into Hinduism, uh, Islam, Judaism, Christi- Christianity, and what I have found, and this is the craziest thing, the vast majority of the idea of you have all of these various different groups, yeah. <clears throat> and this is across what is essentially thousands of generations oh, of yeah. human beings have come to the general conclusion of every single one is killing is wrong. Yep. Have some point of hospitality and respect for people. Take care of yourself and take care of others in a certain manner of way. Yes. The details are disagreed upon, but the foundation of the meaning, the true purpose below them, have all come to a general conclusion. Be a good person. Do things the way that you would want them to be done to you, right? And that's a thing that all of these religions have in common is that they want you to be a good person. Mm -hmm. They're actively trying to be a good person. Everybody, They just want everyone to get along, be nice, you know? And it kind of gets to that thing where it's like, even though we're different, we're all the same, right? And that's that's the thing about this, you know? It's it's the idea is we're all human. Everyone's going to make a mistake. Okay. Let's take that mistake. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk it out. No no shame. No, no like, you know, we're not going to cancel you as, you oh, know, the younger cancel. generation cancel would be. Cancel culture is such a dumb <laughs> thing. It is awful. Yeah. Because it's like, not only that, but it's like. It's not educating. It's, it's not going to fix not, the problem. It's not educating. It's not fixing the problem. And half of it is like, you cancel someone. And a lot of the idea is like canceling someone over comedy. Which, that's a whole different issue. We don't yeah, need to go into yeah. that. But it's like, no, I agree. Why are you trying to cancel someone after, so, especially someone who said something a long time ago? Yes, in the past, before and they were they a new have, person. And in that past, they already apologized about it. Yes. That's ridiculous. 
there's no reason to cancel somebody if they have changed their views they have made the apology they have worked to be Mm -hmm. a better person um i saw this actually recently where this girl she made um like fake ramen art where it's like clay resin in a bowl and she put chopsticks in the bowl um like sticking out and she got tons of comments from people saying hey in a lot of cultures that is very disrespectful that's wrong to leave chopsticks or silverware in a bowl um I, we just wanted to let you know because that's kind of an issue for a lot of people. Um, I think she basically she went, she broke them out, she took them out of the pot, and she said, "I'm so sorry. I am actually going to do it this way instead." She she said, "I'm sorry. I'm going to do it a different way. I know this now, so I'm not going to make that mistake again." Mm-hmm. And then she fixed it, and everyone was being like, "This is so great. See, this is how issues should be taken." But if they continue to make that mistake and they're not actually learning, that's kind of where that comes in, mm-hmm. where it's like, yes, this is something we need to, like, agree upon as, like, whatever community you are, whatever side of, you know, like, TikTok has different sides, right? Yeah. So, you know, when people make mistakes multiple times and they, they apologize, right? It's a fake apology. But they don't actually change, then it's, that is kind of where it gets to the point where it's like, that's okay, but... You need to make them understand, you know, be nice first and then, you know, what after yeah. they do it a few times, be like, okay, this isn't okay. And then there's the point of, like, people getting mad at each other for disagreeing about things. And there's, this is what I... We're this humans. This is one of the best things I love also about this place is so many times can I hear conversations between the Mason... Yes, and we're, we're, like we consider each other brother. And Mason, we, if you're a man, Mason, you're called a brother. Oh yeah. Because you are like we are a fraternity. We're brothers. Yes. And gentlemen will have a conversation. Like there's a disagreement. They will talk it out. If they don't agree, okay, we don't. We agree, agree to disagree. That's such a common thing I'm that people need to use. I'm not gonna cut you out of my life. I'm not gonna yes. treat you like garbage. I'm not going to disrespect you. Talk behind your back. Do this. No, me and you have a disagreement. Do I like your opinion on it? No. No. Do you like mine? No. No. Are we going to treat each other with respect? Yes. yes. Because it's, respect... We've lost human decency so, yes. for so much Respect is and the it's, base. It's I the feel, bare minimum. Yes. It's just, you know, it's, it just irritates me and me and my dad. We'll yeah. go at it. We're very different but very the same, so we'll just duke it out with our words. Um... Sometimes well, with our fists, but we'll talk about oh, our opinions. Could take your dad. Yeah, I definitely could. Yeah, um, not my sister, but my dad maybe. Um, though we'll talk about things and we'll be like, okay, I'm pretty emotional of a person, so sometimes it's hard for me to have these conversations, right? So we'll sit there and we'll have this conversation. I'll be like, I don't agree with you. You don't agree with me. I'm gonna go take a walk around the block. I'll be back, and I come back nothing happened right it feels like nothing happened because we're family and so out here in these like groups um i don't agree with a lot of things Mm -hmm. that people here agree with i'm a very different person than a lot of the older generations here and that's okay you know everyone has different views you Mm -hmm. learn different things as you get older you meet different people nobody has had the same experience as you even though pitbull says he has he's been there done that he has not right so you have these experiences and um it's like the order in which you have it is different than the person next to you even if they had they went and did all the same things as you it's so different because it's the order in which you learn 
and it changes you. You meet people, yeah. and they say, hey, um, we need to have a conversation about this, or something will come up, right? Yeah. When you when you start drinking, right, people start having deep conversations at night, yeah. right? And you start talking about, like, you know, philosophy or whatever, and you'll be like, well, I believe this. And they're like, well, I'm going to say that you're wrong, but I'm, I'll let you say what you need to say, and then I will say what I need to say, and then together we'll discuss it. Mm-hmm. It'll be like... Not a debate, but, you know, a conversation with base respect, right? Well, what's the idea of... The thing is, it's... Discussion is proper word. It's, but discourse is the, is the proper term for it. It's yes. like... You... It's... Discourse legitimately means is you take down a path of ideas, of logical... Various logical pieces of thought to make different arguments and just see which one it actually fun, finds... Oh, yeah. uh, a good common traction between the both of you and come to the idea of what is called a consensus an agreed to point yep. even if it's the very small minimum which I don't understand why people can never do this I don't care what point how much me and you someone else can disagree if I can get that person and me to at least get the smallest thing we have found some point of common ground yeah right and it's usually a co- mm-hmm. nine times out of ten that's a co- common ground that we can build off and find more common ground oh yeah yeah it's, I mean, even if it's the smallest thing, mm-hmm. like, we both like red lollipops, you know, that's still somewhere to stand, right? You could be like, I don't like any other candy, and this person's like, I love all candy, but you're like, I kind of like red lollipops, and they're like, I like red lollipops, right? You have that common ground, and from there you can build and go into, like, different food groups, mm-hmm. for like, in this example. But in here, it's like, it gets into things like, I don't know, religion, politics, things like that, but people here in the masonic family any part of it they're so respectful even Mm -hmm. if you don't have the same views as them even if you don't agree at all it does not matter because you have that common ground of we are family um we meet on the same yes we We are the same standards we have the same agreement yes 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 (laughs) value of decency of being a human being it's amazing yeah oh my we are at an hour and 21 minutes oh Really? Wow, yeah. That's crazy. For a time. Ugh. They always say time flies when uh, you're podcasting. <laughs> All the people I listen to, at least, with my podcast. So, uh, that's a long time. Yeah, well, I think we're going to wrap this up. Maybe we can wrap this conversation yeah, up. Yeah, I'm so Any good at that. Any last remarks you want them to hear? Um, mm, nothing I can think of. Um, if you want to like learn more you can go to the all the websites for these job's daughters international uh masons have a website correct yes is it by uh, state though yes uh you can also look us up on facebook and the nebraska grant and lodge of free and accepted masons uh you honestly if you look up free most free and accepted masons international or uh shriner shriners international you can find those groups and be out look for the symbols if you're looking you would find them in oh yeah so i always point them places. out in people's cars and yeah. stuff but um if you're just curious about yeah. what um i was talking about earlier with the um outfits that job's daughters wear uh, i have it on my instagram dot day 20 and you can just scroll through um i have a bunch of po- posted photos but um it'll be white gowns uh there you can see what i mean by like them being white they're traditional mm-hmm. Um, if you're just interested in that, because I don't think they have them posted on the website per se, but if you're just curious, and if you always want to f- f- 
good left. Look at the uh, how Shriners dress. You ha- you'll see us in our nice fezes. They're quite a they're time, very they're interesting. Wear. Yes, that's yes. to say the least. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.